Welcome to Walking the Room, starring Greg Anthony and Dave Carrot. You're a fucking idiot. Why? This is why. Okay. Nobody. Nobody even fucking. This is why we can't get over. Click for and the radios turn off. In click and radios. <laughs> radios. Yeah, you're right. No, they're shutting down the radios. God, you fuck ball. It. Okay, we're starting it again. Ready? Here we go. Asshole and Mr. Anthony. <laughs> you got me there. Fucking nailed me. Oh, I'm an asshole and you're, you're Mr. Anthony. Very, Why very the angry. You're an angry person. Why the hostility? Okay, so this week I'm on Twitter. I'm on. You're the- listening to Walking the Room with Kunsos and Butt Chutney. Now that'll get people in. Do you think that'll like that? <laughs> that'll get people in. <laughs> uh, I'm reading Twitter and I see a, a tweet. From uh, Mr. Greg Barrent. Oh, Rip Like Jesus. Rip Like Jesus. Uh, at Rip Like Jesus, as they say. And Mr. Greg Barrent says, um, uh, Really? Question mark. Really, Dane? A chicken situation? Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, let, let me just do a brief history. So, I've been doing stand-up um, since... Uh, <laughs> 21 years. Uh, and uh, yeah. I, my very first uh, Comedy Central special aired in 99. Uh, um, yeah, to flash pots now, and a lot of fanfare. Yeah, so listen, well, yeah, it was amazing. So, <laughs> he's burping. My entire career uh, been wonderful. Has been good. Do you want me to highlight, help you highlight these? No, 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 we don't have to go over it. <laughs> but for as long as I can remember, um, People have been saying things like, oh, you remind me of this other guy I know. One time I was at a guitar store and a guy came up to me and he goes, hey, I saw this guy, he, does, he was doing your act the other night. I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. He goes, yeah, he had like a drum kit on stage and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, I don't have a drum kit on stage. He goes, yeah, but he had like your thing, like he was doing your thing. So I don't know who that is, and the guy couldn't remember his name, and this is early days, and then I go, and I'm flipping on Comedy Central one night, and I see a dude in a tank top in front of a drum kit, and I go, oh, that's the drummer from Bon Jovi, and I turn it off. (laughs) Then... He had a, you know, the spaghetti strap oh, tank top. Fuck. So later on, after Comedy Central airs that special, uh, as Your often, special. As, no, the tank top, the guy. tank talk special. Uh, it's Dane Cook. It is Dane Cook. So I never watched it. I never watched it. I never you judged it. See it. I've never watched it. So whatever. So life goes on. He's got great and then, arms. And this is early days internet, right? So then sometimes people would, when I started having emails and people would write me and they'd go, hey, you're my favorite comic and Dane Cook. And I see Dane's name all mm-hmm. the time. Then I'd hear mm-hmm. about Dane all the time. Still had never heard of him. Still had never seen him. Didn't mm-hmm. know him. Didn't care. Doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever. I thought his name was cool. I thought Dane Cook is a it better is a good name. It's a much crisper, it's crisper a name. name than Greg Barron. Yeah. Like oh, just yeah. better name. Yeah. You should have gone with Bear. Whatever. I have no bones, no problems. You so, have bones, or else you'd no, be, I'm, no, you'd no, really no, I'm not gelatinous. I'm a gigantic gel. I'm a, a Jello man. I'm <laughs> Jello man, the boneless. I'm Jello man, the boneless fuck. Okay. So, anyhow, 
I meet Dane in Aspen, and uh, still not seen his act. I meet him. What in year an, is this? This is uh, shit, two thousand five. Uh huh. And uh, I congratulate him on having so many friends on Facebook. It's a big deal. I say congratulations. MySpace. Uh, MySpace. I yeah. say congratulations on having. 3,000 fans, and he said, congratulations on your book, or whatever. And then that was it. So I was like, oh, so we knew who we, each other was. Did you? Was there a brushing of the cheeks? There was nothing. There was just, he was, he just, he just... Did you lean in close and smell him? What I did was a supple taint run. <laughs> I ran my finger along sure, his taint. Sure, The way that two... Customary the way, ma- the way male bulls do in the wild. <laughs> two male bull comics yeah. in the wild, yeah. and I rubbed my finger along his taint. taint. And then everyone knows... <laughs> And it makes a sound. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, in the interim, Dane becomes the most popular comedian of all time. What? And I, uh, and one night I'm at home, and a friend of mine calls me, and he says, uh, "There's a gay guy doing your jokes." Or your act, but not funny on Saturday Night Live. Yes, was that so, me? No, it wasn't you. Because that's exactly what my wife said when she watched it. So I look, I see it's Dan Cook. I'm like, I don't understand what people are. I don't get it. I don't get what they're saying. He's exactly he's not, like you, but gay. <laughs> but he's not doing my act, and I don't know him. So I go and I watch him, and I gotta be honest with you. I watched him on Leno, and I watched some of uh, um, uh, a little bit of the Vicious Circle, and I and I heard some of an album. Mm-hmm. So. I don't dislike. I don't hate it, but mm-hmm. people fucking hate him, and they don't like it. I also don't see the only the only similarity is that we both have a similar confidence. I would imagine on stage, we both are, um, uh, you know, we both walk around. You know what I mean? We're both emphatic people. We you both have a similar cadence. It, whatever. But I just don't buy it. Like I'm like even if even if Dane like people are like he like some friends are like dude he took that from you. I'm like I don't buy that. And can I tell you something? He took it to a stadium. I'm not getting it back. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Whatever. I, I personally I the, think he it, completely lifted your uh, uh, your sort of cadence. And I that's that's my own personal opinion. I think he just fucking lifted it. And I know that he has complained about some other comic taking his essence. And I think that's exactly what he did with you. But that's another story. It's possible. But you know yeah, what? Well, the, the world voted and they liked him better. Yeah, sure. Fuck nuts wins. But so, finally, I let it go. No, because I'm in a fucking closet with you. I don't give a shit. Here's the other thing, also. I don't want... I don't want... Anything that Dane has, I don't want Dane. No. I don't. I just don't. I, I don't. You. I'm not jealous of, of, of no, his I career. Know. I don't want something. it. It's not something. That's, I love my life. The it money's great, no. but that's you know. It, I'm, you know, fuck. We'll make money. Whatever, dude. Are you are you listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> Are you shitting me? The donations are coming in. Do you know when this goes to you know the Google, weird? Google Translator, you, it comes out tears? Do you want to know something? <laughs> do you know when people are donating, they're also trying to put the word stop doing this in their donation? <laughs> like if they, They're like, where can I write stop? Like I'm, every, doni- no, I'm paying for you to stop. Every single donation we've re- received has come with the words wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah. Bring it in. It's like we're fucking, it's like the guy trying to land a jet. Yeah. He's like just bringing it in. He's yeah. waving his arms. And the jet's just sitting out there on the tarmac. So the other oh. day, finally, a guy writes on my Facebook page, hey, I guess Dane's lifting from you now. Oh, and I'm like, what is this? God. And so I click the link. It's him doing an interview. And in the interview, he says, at the beginning of the, the it's like one of those things the guy goes, I'm meeting Dane at an eatery on Sunset Boulevard. Dane sits down and orders himself, in quotes, a chicken situation. So now, he orders himself a classic bit of yours. He orders a classic Baron bit. Now, so, <laughs> I don't know if you've been... T- 
to the Greg Barron Cafe. Oh. But you can order chicken situations. You can order Crybaby Spider-Mans. Oh, fuck. So I... Now... That's when I wrote, really, Dane? Can't you just have an original lunch? My point is, so here's the thing that's so weird about it for me. Did he respond to that? No, he didn't write back. He has a billion people. He doesn't give a shit, and it doesn't matter. But the thing that's, here's, here's the thing. Chicken situation's mine. It's, it's, in my opinion, if I think of one bit that is specifically yours that is uh, like a phrase that is, uh, catches on and other people say and blah, blah, blah. It, that's your. That's yours. That's the number one phrase that comes from your act. Here, here's the thing. This is how you can tell somebody is, and this is this is true of any comedian that you really like. Doesn't matter whether whether you think they are alternative or mainstream. They have marquee bits that you fucking say hot pockets and you go gaffigan. Yeah. And he took that fucking thing For and me, he it's made don't it. Shit in the car. His. You're don't shit in the car. Yeah. Patton is fucking Robert Evans and Yoshinoya Beef Bowl. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's got that thing that they mm-hmm. do. And if you have a career, you have a few of those. I have a few phrases that people throw back at me that are fans of mine. Chicken situation, rip like Jesus, cry baby Spider Man. That's why I made those my mm-hmm. monikers online so people go, oh, I really like that. Those yeah. are. Things from my act, you know, um, the original bits that nobody else has. The chain wallet bit, it's just mine. It's original, it's mine. You know, you have those moments. And then you have bits that you do that you go, that could fucking be anybody's. And yeah. it's, you know what I mean? And, I, and, and, and so I don't know enough of Dane's catalog. I know that he has original Dane bits. I know he has things that are, I don't know anybody else who has a flip a cashew into your mouth off your cock bit. No, you don't. For a reason. But. <laughs> But I do. It did. I, it bugged me a little bit just because I was like, it's it didn't, in a, it's, "Let me, let me." It bugged you a little bit. Let me, let me say something. He did it in a venue where he can't be accused of stealing, but he's stolen because any fucking comic in the world, even when they're in a conversation and they say chicken situation, would that mean they go, "That's a Greg Barron thing"? Because even when you're talking to other comics or anybody else, and you say something another comic does, you say, "I don't know if somebody does that." He did it a fucking interview. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was fucking stealing. At that moment, he could have said to the interviewer, hey, that's a Greg Barrett thing, just so you know. Because that's what any guy who's a fucking stand-up or girl who's a stand-up would do in that situation who had fucking honor. Right. Now, it's not like... It's not like a thing... It's not like... The phrase "he's just not that into you," which caught on in such a way, it belongs to the it fucking sure, belongs exactly. to. It never really belonged to me anyway, but it right. belongs to the world at large. You don't have to quote. That's right. not what that guy said, right? But chicken situation, it fucking happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was in a restaurant. I wanted to use the word sandwich, and I said the word situation. And then the waitress, and this is this is actually at an improv, fucking stared at me because she was like, "Well, he's the comedian. He might need it a special way." What situation? <laughs> Do you think he wants it in? And then she laughed about it. And then I fucking took it on stage. Yeah. And then she came. Like, so it was a real moment. Most of the shit in my act happened to me. Yeah. So there are those things where you go, hey, I didn't just fucking. It's not the. It's not the. Carlos Mencia, hey, everybody's doing my bit about assholes taste like fucking sticking your tongue on a battery. Wait, what? That's the one of the bits that like he stole from another comic. The oh. eating an asshole is like licking the end of a battery. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Okay, take it. I mean, when that guy steals, <laughs> when that guy steals, when he, he steals, the, he steals from the best. Takes the prime. No, I know. Ship. When I was in, I was in upstate New York once, and someone and I did. I used to have a joke about my grandmother telling me that uh, that uh, I think it was Kevin Costner was gay, and I asked her why, and she said she heard it from a tour guide in Arizona. And I used to do a bit about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love that. And, and I'm and I'm up on state. I'm up on I'm up in upstate New York, and some guy goes, uh, "Yeah, some guy did that last week." It's a story from my life. So if you take that, you're fucking. There's, there's no argument that you can have that you can back that up. Yeah. You've just stolen. Like Carlos Mencia can say, "Oh, I thought that up too." Fine, but if you're stealing fucking shit that happened in people's lives, fuck, don't you? You have enough. Yeah. What? What is it that you need? But I, I can tell you this: a little inside uh, track on Dane Cook is that you know Dane was the most sought after. Guy in in film for a while. Every every studio in town wanted Dane Cook. I actually know a, a writer who was in a meeting with one, a studio head, and during the meeting he went, "Oh, hold on!" and he ran out of the room twice and came back in and went, "Oh, sorry, we're trying to close the deal with Dane Cook." Like in a fucking meeting with big writers, he was the hot shit. I know another guy who was making movies and was p- writing a particular movie. And he called Dane Cook and he said, "Hey, I want to put you in a role." Smaller role. It's really fucking funny. And Dane went, "Fuck you, man. I, I'm I'm a lead. I, I'm we're only doing leads, man. I, I do leads." And the guy was like, "Wow. Well, that's kind of crazy because I started small and built up, and then I have a career." And uh, so Dane told him to fuck off. And I know that Dane asked that guy out to lunch about uh, two months ago. Yeah, and to say, hey, can you put me in one of your fucking movies? He, he was because uh, shit has shit has gone down dude, a little he was bit up for, for the, He was up for the show that I'm working on, and I was the only one fighting for him. <laughs> That's the irony of it. I was he's, like, he's they cold. were like, they he's, were like, they were like, uh, they were like, hey, he would be the friend of this other guy, but it's a good part. It was a funny part, and I'm like, actually, you know, the part. I that part would be good for Dane. And then I was like, why would you want Dane to be on the thing? I go, I'm not mad at Dane. Somebody, somebody else goes, I'm really disappointed in you. You're the only stand-up in the room. I go, look, I'm not mad at Dane. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like I don't, I don't hate his comedy. I don't hate him. I don't. I, I don't. You know what? I, don't, I don't. I don't know him. I don't know him. I've had no real experience except for once we talked in a, in, a, in an airport. Can I, can like I tell you my experience with Dane? No, you didn't. He's a, you don't like him. I was at I was at the uh, I was at Stand Up New York. I, I used to work there a lot. No, uh, the comic strip. It was the comic strip, and Dane was about to do Letterman, and Dane went on stage and did a joke. Uh, exactly the same as a guy uh, I know named Tom Rhodes. He did fucking uh, the same fucking bit. It could. It's one of those bits that could have been, you know, oh, both guys thought of it. But at the same time, Tom had already done it on TV. Tom had done it everywhere. Tom had been doing it for years. And I saw Dane do it, and Dane got off stage, and I went, hey, man, I just want to let you know that that bit is a bit that Tom Rhodes does. <laughs> and he stops and he looks at me. And he pats me on the shoulder, and he goes, "Hey, thanks." In this really condescending, like, like if a cunt could have came out of his mouth, a cunt would have come out of his mouth. Like it was the most condescending, fucking twattish douchebaggy. <laughs> like it was just fucking oozed asshole. And and that's that's. But that was always my experience with that guy. Like any time I met him, he was always that fucking asshole. So I I think that he steals. 
And I think he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, and, and he thinks in that situation he's not doing it on stage, so he can do it in a fucking interview, and then he can say, "Oh, I didn't know. I was just saying that bullshit." You fucking knew. You knew. Well, look. Either way, he's never going to hear this or any of the rest of this stuff because he's no. off living his life and, and doing his thing and, and you know whatever. But uh, but I appreciate that you bring it to my attention. Uh, if later on you hear that Dane's doing some bits of mine, don't tell me because I, there's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. He's doing them on a mountaintop, and I'm doing them in a closet. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but I will say, so addendum to all this stand-up talk. So I'm, I do want to talk about this. I, when we started this podcast, or I don't know, 10, 10 episodes ago, whatever I... 22. You know, to, whatever I was talking about, quitting stand-up, and, and, and I was having a bad time. And and uh, and because of this podcast... Oh, God. Uh, I've decided you should quit stand-up. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, it's I'm on fire. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I watched you the other night. I watched you the other night, and you need to fucking quit. Ugh. Not only am I not going to quit, um, although I'm not going to go on the road that much because uh, uh, I have too much work to do here at home. But I did a set uh, maybe two months ago, opening for Patton uh, Oswald and uh, Janine Garofalo, and uh, it was 44 minutes, and it was one of the best sets I've ever had, and it was recorded. And it has some old stuff and mostly new stuff, and uh, I don't know what's I, I I'm gonna so I'm gonna put it out later on this year. Like that's how psyched I am about what's happened in the past couple of months, and that I just am psyched to be doing stand up again. So uh, I'm not not only not giving it up, I'm gonna put out something new at the beginning of the year, whether I put it out myself or whether somebody else puts it out, um, and uh, and hopefully you guys will dig it, and then hopefully. Um, uh, we're gonna start doing shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna start trying to figure out how we, uh, you know, you and I go out on the road and do some shows. Because and, I think and, be- I, and I did a set at the Laugh Factory that uh, they asked. Uh, they burned sage afterwards because they, they wanted to. They wanted yeah, you to stop. Good. No, no, no. They, they, it was I so burnt, bad. They thought I about. They burned, thought about closing the. They, I burned it down. No, they thought about closing the laugh factory. I burned it down. But somebody actually went. Oh, I, maybe we don't. Maybe comedy's not good. I turned that. I turned that shit inside out. You ever turned a stage inside out, bitch? That's what I've done. What the fuck is wrong with you? Who are what you right up? now? I'm getting some fake. This segment ended a while ago. Like getting no some fake. Nobody's ever going to see. Hey, speaking hey, of Patton, speaking of Patton Oswald, Patton Oswald forwarded us uh, an endorsement. Really? Yeah, he forwarded us an endorsement. I'm not sure why they sent it to Patton, but uh, this is this is it. It's from Trent Van Ludden, who uh, is. Um, uh, from the uh, American Slaughterhouse Workers uh, Southwest Union, which is not, uh, that sounds nice, right? Uh, Mr. Oswald, we're contacting you through your writing reps at CAA. Hopefully it's okay they gave out your info. Uh, heard your friends with Dave Anthony and Greg Mann Melliman. Wanted to know if you'd forward a message from all of us at the ASW. Their podcast, Walking the Room, is amazing. We've been using it to frighten our cattle and feed pigs into the kill shoots at all of our facilities, and it works like a charm. Within moments of hearing Dan or Greg's voices, the animals rush, almost like they're being, <laughs> almost like they're relieved towards the captive bolt guns. At our I'm Gonna Quit facility, three Dorset gold tip pigs actually grab the guns with their forelegs and work the triggers themselves. <laughs> we at the ASW would be very grateful if you could increase your output to three shows a week. In 2011, we're shipping bulk meats to China, and we need to speed our process. Again, we're very grateful and love the show. 
So that's nice, right? That's fucking awesome, dude. It's a really yeah, great our endorsement. Is just like happening, man. So we got uh, we got ASW on board, mm -hmm. and uh, we should probably send uh, T Van Ludden something really nice, like a T-shirt. Yeah, we're gonna get some T-shirts uh, drawn up. Um, yeah. One of the one of the design ideas is. Uh, uh, one of the ideas that I like a lot that we uh, sort of conjured up on the last show is uh, bunny fuck your face with chocolate. <laughs> and uh, Apparently... Uh, bunny fuck your face with chocolate! Uh, it's time for walking the room. Uh, a very uh, generous artist has uh, offered to uh, make that into a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a bunny fucking your face uh, chocolate t-shirt. Yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll have a bunny fuck your face with chocolate t-shirt. Yeah. Because... Uh, because that's how we do it. Yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, all it. right. Yeah. We're back. Welcome. <laughs> you're listening to Walking the Room starring like You leaned in like you are going to do something good. And then you... What the fuck is that? What, what would be good go. is if Here's I... a Dave Anthony... Like, you fucking leaned in. Like you know what would be good is if I happen. pushed you what your the dick fuck? in my fist you know out of your are? asshole? Do you know what you fucking are? I was trying to think about it the other day. You're like having a fucking headache. Like, you are the human embodiment of a fucking headache. You're, a, you're like a slow, dull pain right behind my fucking eye. What are you doing? Not looking at you. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Were you saying something? No, yeah. You're like a fucking headache. You're like a... Ugh. Fuck. You're human diarrhea. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Go ahead. I what's swear your, to God. What do you have to talk about? Shit fuck. No, what do you got to talk about? Here's, what I, here's what's fucking bumming me out. Three weeks ago, I was full P90X. I oh, do it. Oh, yeah. I get super sick. Yeah. Now I'm fucking fatty town, dude. I haven't done shit in no town. two two weeks in two how weeks. Much, how much fat have you put on? I put on like four or five pounds. Really? Yeah. But you're sick. I've been I know, but I can't fucking pull, I can't pull it together. And also, dude, I've just this Halloween thing and the shit, the candy creeps in, and I've been doing that thing where I go to sleep all sweaty because you know why? I fucking just gunned four or five bags of chocolate pretzels down. Cho I mean, ch pretzel, you know, fucking. I can't even say it. The fucking M and M pretzels. I'll fucking go down to let the dog out and gun two bags, grr, grr, like that. Gun them, and then pretend like nothing happened when I came upstairs. To no one. My wife doesn't give a shit, but I have to play sad fat girl who eats in the closet downstairs. I mean, is that the shit, dude? This is the saddest. No, thing it's ever so heard. fucking, dude. I don't even know what dude, to tell you. What happened? I was on my way to fucking Nick Cage. I was going full. I see you just I walking was, around with curlers in your hair and moo moo. <laughs> oh my god, pounding, dude. Pounding dude I was fucking brownies. up in the morning, pull ups, push ups. Yeah. Fucking running in place, like living doing a lie. All this you shit. were living a lie. That's not who you are. I was tearing it up. You're a fat lady. You're a beautiful fat. I girl. opened up my muscles. Poison came out. I got fucking deathly ill. I gave it to everybody at work because I refused to go to work. I got sicker. I fucking. You were here for two shows where I was like, Bleh. and in that time, that dude, great. I've gone biscuits. I've gone biscuits to balls, and I've been fucking eating. So you're you're a sad girl, and when you feel bad about yourself, you eat a lot of candy. I go to bed at night sweating from eating. What the fuck? Fucking drip, drip, drip while I fucking am looking online to see if anyone's written any new fucking... I know, dude. What's happening? <gasps> you're like you're like down there typing on your computer. Oh, I'm sober. 
sure while you're shoving uh, chocolate in your face. That's right. You, oh, need to go, fucking... you need to go to OA. Oh, dude. You need, I to, need to take to it fucking, up a notch. I need to take it down. I need to stop putting biscuits in my gullet because I am just I don't know twisted up so, on candy. So... Dude sends Jaffa cakes. But yeah, I Jaffa. Fucking, you... It's actually Jaffa. Yeah, I fucking ate that shit. Oh, man, dude. My wife didn't like them. You know, we've asked we've asked people to fucking kill us with candy. I know. It's Bunny fuck your problem. face with chocolate. Like we say that as a joke, and then one of us is going to die from that. Probably you. We got chocolate. Bunny we... fucked in the face. We got bunny fucked in the face. David Litsky sent us some chocolate, which I left at the fucking post office because I knew if I got it, I'd fuck it. So, um, well, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking stupid cunt. So you could have picked up chocolate, but they're they're holding it for you at the post office. Yeah. Because you're afraid that if you if you get it, yeah, you're going to get a little fatter. Dude, I fucking I'm in, I'm like going on the wrong direction. Why don't you fucking start on your little bitch Kyle Cease uh, workout program again? Fuck him. You guys do the Fuck same that fucking guy. program. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it his way. Fuck him. What's his way? His way. He probably fucking follows Tony Horton's shit. What I'm gonna do is use some of the exercises what, what I like the and then Tony run. Horton? Tony Horton's the dude on the fucking P90X who tells you what to do. Is he on the box? He's in it, man. Is he ripped? What about P90 sandwich? Why don't we just fucking start it? <laughs> Boom, P90 sandwich. I'm already doing that one. Oh man. I'm getting some great results. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Go ahead and hit Can pause, I? put some mayonnaise on that, and then go ahead and hit start again. Take your time. Maybe you can't eat a whole sandwich in 15 minutes. You know, you're a guy who does the P90X in four-day increments. Four days, three weeks off. Four days, then three weeks off. I don't like, want to be that guy, style. dude. I don't want to be that guy. You should be doing that fucking shit anyway. I want to tear it up, dude. Did you? Number I one, saw, you're too fucking low. Hey, you, your no, skin is barely that's hanging shit, on, dude. Dude, that's horseshit. Shit it's, is falling. No, now off is time. time. Now's the fucking time. Your don't you get colons coming out of your asshole, dude? We are fucking rallying right we're now. You rallying? and I, we're fucking rallying. Who's rallying, dude? Nobody even knew who you were a couple months ago. They still don't. You're fucking famous. Why? You're from walking had, because people follow your twits we had th- and your twats. <laughs> 300 people in China are following our shit, dude. This fucking shit is on fire. We have 300 followers in China. In China. They are our only followers, but they are fucking following and may us. may I say to you, gong. Yeah. Oh, Suicide Girls. I brought it. We did Suicide Girls Radio. Yeah. I'm in Denver next weekend, Portland the weekend after that. What are the dates? Uh, next weekend it is the 5th and 6th. Weekend after that I think it's the would be the 13th and 14th. Have you gone to a doctor about your little bitch chest problem? Yeah. And? I took some antibiotics. Yeah, what, do you have bronchitis or something? I'm, Why are you taking I don't know. I'm fucking just probably have chocolate death. I think you have, I think he's scared that you have chronic bronchitis or else he wouldn't give you, so you're like a, 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 a fucking walking death machine as far as I'm concerned. Who gives a you're shit? You're one step away from The only person from I'm infecting is you and that's the plan anyway, isn't it? Who gives a I'm shit? I'm going to fucking take I one die. of these hangers and, re- you know what I want to do so badly is take one of these hangers and hook it in your fucking eyeball, <laughs> yank it open so your fucking eye falls out and then right. sock. What would like that would kill me? I'm Michael Myers, basically. It would only be the beginning for you. Like, that would just be the fucking start. Then I have to go get a mask. <laughs> and then your shit is fucking whack. Oh, I love it. Because I'm just fucking walking around slowly killing. Clown from the neck down for Halloween, dude. And, yeah, so I'm fucking putting on the biscuits, man. And I don't know what to tell you. That that's like you. You're just saying you have no fucking self control. Have I ever? I don't know, but what the fuck's wrong with you? You can't walk by a, a fucking refrigerator and not shove your face. There's in so there. much fucking ice cream Start down there right now. Like a it's big. already I know. Stuck. I, I fucking, saw your I know. freezer. I'm fucking. I almost fucked cream. it while I was in there. I know. If, if you're my if fucking you're, lip is beating up a sweet. That's what. If your in-laws weren't here, yeah, my dick would have been. I would have just, <laughs> oh, rub, just been rubbing my dick all over your freezer, dude. 
It doesn't matter because I've already done it. I've already done Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Hey, Bill. That's my father-in-law. <laughs> hey, Bill. You looking at that mint chip? Dunk. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Hey, your Bill comes out and goes, hey, Greg, your friend Dave. Yeah. He's got a drumstick in his asshole. He's just sitting on the kitchen floor moaning with a drumstick in his asshole. Oh, uh, yeah, that's how he do. That's his thing. Drumstick the ice cream or drumstick the, drum keeps... the ice cream or drumstick the chicken? No, no, the ice cream. <laughs> he just keeps screaming, I can eat it this way. I can eat it this way. I can eat it this way. We lost all 300 fans <laughs> in China. We just lost them. We fucking lost him. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. I saw that town movie, finally. And I saw Affleck. Did you eat chocolate? And I was like, no, I fucking go. I can't. I want to fucking. That dude is tore up in that thing. Well, I saw uh, a friend of ours, we haven't come, Shane Nickerson at the improv. Oh, yeah. And he had done it, and he looks all in fucking good shape. I wanted to cut him up with a broadsword. You don't fucking walk around me with a good body and looking all healthy. Fuck that, dude. I should have fucking taken one of my tits and shoved it in his fucking mouth and choked him. You should have let him know how it goes, dude. Sweet titty death. Yeah, he doesn't fucking know. When is that? When is when are people going to appreciate that in a forty plus year old? You know, people who people who who are in good shape mm -hmm. should hide shamefully, and just because you're hurting people who are in bad shape. Yeah. Like so, if you're if you're if you're done with your PX ninety, yeah, hide, stay in your little fucking corners. Because there's people walking around. There's grown men with tits. There's guys whose belly buttons uh, smell like death. You know, because they had, no one, no one can get in there to what watch. What fucking gym do you go to? No. <laughs> the fuck? Where do you, where do you go to work out, hey, man? By the way, I was at the gym the other day, and a dude walks by me in the locker room brushing his teeth. Is that bad? Who the fuck will bleed? You're fucking walking around brushing your teeth at the fucking gym? You mean walking around? Like, he's Are you walking saying around naked with? brushing his fucking teeth. Oh, that's the fucking... Look, gentlemen, it's a fucking simple... It's a simple equation. You fucking... Look, you're nude until you're not nude. You fucking wrap a towel. You fucking are nude for the moments it is between fucking the shower and your underpants. You fucking... You hustle it back. You slap it on. You don't go for a wander. <laughs> You don't go for a fucking... You don't go for a nature hike. He you don't around. fucking kick it. You don't kick it. He did. You don't kick it. He was brushing his teeth. <laughs> What's happening? Can I borrow the New Yorker? Why? You're going to take a dump? Thinking about going new dumping. Uh, see, I don't know why I won't go to gyms anymore. They, it just trips me out. Yeah, everybody they, else is fucking grody hands on the bar. Like, everyone touches all that shit. Yeah, yeah. At their it's sweatiest. Not it's not good, right? Yeah, so you do the PX90 at home where you're near chocolate pretzels. You know, they don't have big chocs big bags of chocolate pretzel at the gym. Oh, I gotta get it together. I gotta go in that other direction, dude. You're not. You're what about we do a fucking clown photo shoot? I gotta tear up. We... I don't know what to say. We gotta tear up for a clown photo shoot, dude. Why? Because clown from the neck down. We're wearing clown outfits. People are gonna expect you to have the biggest hits when we go on tour. Know, People haven't gonna. seen you. They're gonna want to see your big ass titties. I'm not going to show them to people. You got to show your fucking tits to people. I'm not going to. Why? It's not because I. Could you sit further from the mic? I am number one. You're we already, so we already went through relaxed. this, you stupid fucking asshole. <laughs> we, so went the, we went through this like you three You get weeks further ago. and further away every week. Hey, dumb shit. Hey, we go went through, we, when, you, when you came in here with your fucking plague the first week, which you're now whining about that you can't get over your fucking death rattle, I fucking backed my shit up, and you were like, you're going to get close to the fucking mic, and then you fucking listened to it, and guess what? Because it's supposed to be a fucking pod It's a good mic, you stupid asshole, so yeah, shut your fucking I know mouth. that because I fucking bought it. God damn it. Oh, fuck. How come I can't? Hey, it's like I just fucking want to. I would like 
ball up these clothes. You know what? Your asshole. <laughs> I think people would actually like to hear the sound of my fucking fist hitting your chest. Like, I think at some point they're going to go, why the talk? When's it going to fucking just... Do you know mm. what sound? Yeah, you would fucking your fist be absorbed. <laughs> it would be fucking absorbed yeah. and my, my yeah. chest would eat it. Oh, I'm making that yeah. sound, but you know what it's that like is? Putting, it's like That's it, me fucking hitting. That's me. It's like putting your fist into the fucking blob. Kill you! No, I hate you! Thank you so much. I want to eat some more chocolate. Boosh! Biscuit Town. Me do it alone. I was gonna do something funny, and then you came in with some fucking like what was that? I was doing like I a thought, I was doing like a <laughs> shitty metal fucking voice, and you come in with this bullshit Huey Lewis nonsense. Like what the I fuck thought, was that? I thought you wanted to. Oh I thought you were God. trying. I thought you were getting this. I thought you were trying to like lead an improvisational. <laughs> You're the worst. I've been taking improv classes, oh, so God. I was yes, I was yes ending. Oh. I thought you were coming in with like a hot, like a hot, like do it again. No, Dude, you're like walk in the room. Yes, I was doing something, and then funny. I go walk in the room. God, fuck. It's so awful. <laughs> Jesus. What's wrong with you? No. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't be allowed in here. No, I, I have this. to. No, I have to. <laughs> Fuck me, God. Okay, we should just decide who's going to do it because the fucking I'll audience must go. They must be so tired I'll do of it. this same fight. I Three segments, every show, every time. The, the way that would work better is if you shut your fucking mouth. No, now, I am so the clearly the you broadcaster. Know what this me of? Do you remember when we when we had a radio show together? No, because I fucking blocked that out. Because here's, my life got better after that was over. When we did the radio show, and Greg and I, uh, we we have a history of uh, we weren't in a closet, but we were in a trailer. We were in a trailer. There's something called Comedy World uh, back in the back in the day when all the uh, all the dot coms were throwing. Insane amount amounts of money at people to do. Do you stuff. remember that one Super Bowl? This had to be around. When was that? Two thousand. When was this? It was I think like, it was like two thousand two, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. Remember that like one Super Bowl? Like there was every fucking ad was for a dot com that you didn't know yeah, what they yeah, did. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like ideas.com because yeah. we've got ideas. And then yeah. you'd go there and there'd be site coming soon. Like there are all these companies. So this the, these people actually didn't have a, a bad idea. Just the technology was not. It was, it was essentially this. They were essentially making yeah. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. They were making podcasts they, with yeah. lots of money. And it was called comedyworld.com. And they rented out a, a uh, well, they rented out two spaces. They rented out one space. Because if you're starting a brand new business, you want two locations. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> So they, they, you want two enormous locations? Yeah, they rented and you want out one in one in one of the most expensive areas of San Francisco. Yeah, in, in a in a nice office where you spend seventy thousand dollars on a painting. <laughs> yes, because it's a new business. No, and, and you buy sixty twelve hundred dollar chairs. <laughs> That's right, those ergonomic uh, fucking computer yeah. chairs. And when and when you hire a guy like me, you say, oh, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna hire a personal chef soon. Oh, and also there's a guy here who will comb your cat. <laughs> Do you have a cat? Because Andre will comb it for you. He's here. Bring your cat to work day is every day in the dot-com world. I've done so much blow before making this presentation. 
So this guy starts his company. There's an office in San Francisco, and then there are the studios in Marina Del Rey. Which are an empty warehouse, which they put trailers in for each show. Yeah, now, on one level, that was kind of cool. They put these old yeah, trailers. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and they, were, and they made it literally a trailer park. So, yeah. in each one of those trailers was were radio shows. They yeah. would be, and, then, and they were meant for internet and, and terrestrial radio, broadcast right. radio. So, Which is weird, because n- no one could really listen on the internet at that time, because really, it was mostly barely, dial-up. Yeah, yeah, it was all dial-up, and, uh, and they also had video monitors in them, and the trailers were pretty well sorted. There was a pretty okay equipment. Yep. So so comedyworld.com. So I go there. Um, I'm there for about three or four months and I'm uh, I'm the co-host of a show with a woman named Beth Lapidus who started Uncabaret, uh, uh, the alternative comedy uh, show here in LA. But so many of your comedy stars have come yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they decide, hey, you're pretty good at this. Why don't you get your own show? We're going to give you a drive time radio show. Hey, fuckball, wow. you didn't have a job until that happened. <laughs> So, <laughs> fucking have a little respect. Anyway, okay. so they give me a radio show. They give me a partner. This really, this interesting dude named Travis. It doesn't work out that well with Travis and I, and so I bring Dave in. Well, and you brought me in as a writer, writer, first. and then we, and then, and then you started to creep onto air, mm. and then you just eventually became the co-host of the show. Awkward for the other guy. It was awkward, but it's also <laughs> show business, and he had a lot of shit to work out, and he was a good guy, and we're all still friends. Yeah, yeah, he is a good guy. Uh, he still is a good guy. Uh, so, but and and they brought they brought us. Uh, we had a, pro- a producer, great guy, great Harry guy, Simon. Harry Simon. The only still uh, gives us notes occasionally, and is very good. He's a notes. fucking. He was a radio pro yeah. in a world of fucking total amateurs. They just grabbed comedians. They gave us a lot of a lot of money. A lot of money to. Kind of bury our careers. Yeah. Come sit here and do radio to no one, and eventually we will get you and probably a friend of yours to hate each other. We were on in like Spokane, Syracuse, and like Savannah, Georgia. Like right. Those Three, were th- th- those are the tra- radio areas. And every once in a while, they'd be like, "Hey, uh, good news. We're on. We got on some more. Uh, we got on some more actual radio stations. Oh, really? What? Well, not your guys' show. Bobby Slayton in the morning is going to be on, but you guys are not. But we're getting. We're working on you guys. Right. There was a bunch of other radio shows there. Uh, so, but but really, no big stations, and it was just this thing that was being heard nowhere. It was just. It was like it was like a, a, paying your friends to experiment with their friendship and mind fucking them until they hate each other. Yes. And they would tell us to have more, to yell at each other more, and to get more angry at each other. And they would pull me aside and be like, "Fucking, you know, you know, don't give him hell in there. Let him fucking have it. Like, you get, you don't agree with Greg. Like, you're you're the guy right. who doesn't want to listen to his fucking bullshit." And I'd be like, "No, we're oh, we're friends." So I no, 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 no. That's not good radio. We I do not need them. guys agreeing. Do you? And then and then we started. Then we started having problems because it was so tense, tense and weird. Yeah, and and they would tell me to argue with you more, and then you would get mad on air that I was arguing with you, and then it just became this fucking nightmare. And then I started complaining on air a lot. Do you remember the time? What is the, what's the is the guy the programmer? Is he the GM? What the fuck is that guy? I don't that know. Guy Jay, remember the guy with the beard? Do you remember the time that he came in the? Tra- so I'm sitting in the trailer. And he comes in after the show, 
And he goes. Uh, so we have a two show. Now let's just let me just let's tell the audience what the show is. Yeah. It was called the Manversation. It's two guys talking about manly stuff. Except not that, really. No. It, look, you know me and you know Dave. Like this show that we fucking. If we just done this, you wouldn't be able to fucking call us because we'd both be dead. <laughs> We were. It should we called the girl conversation. Right, right. I mean, we, Dave and I, like to fight. We like we, we about we like to be, we like to uh, we like to pick on each other, and then we like a lot of the same shit, and we agree on a lot of the same things. Yeah. Anyway, so the show was called the Manversation. It was the point of we're going to talk about being guys, which is such a horseshit fucking, fucking conceit. But anyway. like, no, they want us to do like Ma- a Maxim magazine, right? Of re- but that we don't. Fuck There's that a guy shit. that does it. His name's Howard Stern, and he's hugely famous. <laughs> People don't have to. People aren't going to sit around their computers listening to. No, and they don't need more than one. There's oh, the one fuck. guy, and he's the fucking king of all that shit. And then we should do something different, what? right? Yeah, you think so, right? Then there's Adam Carolla. You have an Adam Carolla, right? You have that. There's fucking Bobby Slayton on yeah. our own station. So, Jay comes in. Jay comes in, and I'll never forget this. So our trailer is like on one side of the warehouse, and then. You walk out of the trailer warehouse, and then there's another warehouse that you walk through. And then over there you get to the offices. So it's literally like a two-minute walk, right? Yeah, it's like two football fields. It's, it's like really it's, fucking yeah, it's long. really fucking far. So do you remember when he came in and he goes, Hey, uh, I'd like to talk to you. And I go, sure. And then we walk silently through the fucking warehouses. And I'm just like, I almost started laughing because it was clear something was wrong. And I'm like, am I getting fired right now? This is kind of funny. But they wouldn't fire me because it's, you know, I'm on the show. That wouldn't fucking work. And then we get in the office and he sits down and he goes, are you happy here? What? Could you say that over there on the other side of the fucking? Yeah. Number one, what am I going to say? What? When you ask someone who's making a lot of money that you're giving him fucking bullshit money for fucking to be a jackass, and you say, are you happier? What's the guy going to No, no. I'm going to fucking cut my fucking strings. Yeah, no. Well, I know, because they were giving us crazy money to work there. They were giving us crazy money, but they were being fucking dicks. And then they're like, are you happier? No, I'm not. But I'm not. Why the fuck did I just walk across two football fields to get that? <laughs> Say it to me over to the fucking, hey, are you happier? Could have happened uh, uh, about five minutes ago, and we are on the other side of the fucking building. Oh, I hate that shit. Yeah. So... Eventually, this is the, the only sweet justice in the whole thing was, uh, well, Dave and I, our friendship fucking completely fell apart. But Yeah, we didn't a- talk to each other for two years. For, yeah, but after that, they decided that we just weren't stern enough. This was the. This is one of those things that, like, you go, oh, in hindsight, fucking assholes. Yeah. But it's beautiful. So they they are gonna fire us. So they say, hey, can we come talk to you? And yeah. then you and I walk two fucking football fields, yeah. and we know what's Same going walk. on. And I made this walk before, so I know it's not the are you happy here conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we get there, and they go, we're sorry, we're gonna have to let you guys go. It's just not working out. Yeah. Now I was a. Li- I'd never been fired from fucking anything. I've quit shit. Well, I've been fired from. And I've been stuff. thrown out of shit. Yeah. I, I remember distinctly being at a bar and somebody go, get the fuck off the trellis. And then, <laughs> like, I have, I remember, I have a lot of those. Yeah. 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 Uh, she's not your girlfriend, dude. Like, I, okay, I yeah. get it. Like, I've had a few of those. And I was thrown over the fence at a bar uh, remember, in Tucson. I remember they wanted us to sign something. In exchange for signing it, they would give us a check. Right. And I didn't sign it. 
So here's the beauty of it. They were like, we're going to give you full severance, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, but you guys are done. Sorry, you're just not going with us to the future. Mm-hmm. And then the very next week, they declared bankruptcy, no. and nobody else got two, paid. Two weeks later, two weeks later, they do the walk, but they do it with everybody in the building. So they walk into the trailers, and they go, hey, everybody, we're having a group meeting. And they walk everyone on that long fucking walk through the two warehouses, and then as soon as everyone's in, they lock the doors behind them, and they go, we're out of business. You guys can't get in there and get your shit. We'll have you come back tomorrow one at a time. We'll bring you in with security, and you can take your stuff. Right. Those motherfuckers. Motherfucker. So, and all those people, every single one of them, had just worked for two weeks after, like, we got our yes. final check. They all worked for free for two weeks. Two for free, and they didn't get their severance, and you and I did. So we kind of won. We got the well, best we won. We ever. won, but it was just a fucking shit. Like, and what's so beautiful about that, and, and I guess the, the point of this is this, and here's what's so beautiful about the fucking podcasting. Look, podcasting. It's having this. There's a moment right now where you can fucking broadcast whatever the fuck you want to whoever you want. And if you right don't want to join me, and it's happening right now, is someone going to fucking take over this space? Are you going to have to pay for it at some point? Are people going to make everybody? You can't put things online. Like shit will get regulated. This could fucking all go away. This is radio for Europe right now. Whoa! And the thing that's so beautiful about that is, if you are in entertainment, for the most part, you are going to have to concede if you are going to be on network television in feature films, at some point, if you're going to take money from other people, you will have to do things the way they want, try them the way they want, or fucking quit. It's very disheartening, and it's a very and it's a shitty part and you, of. And you really never hear anything dumber than you do in radio. No, look, here's the beauty of it. The, what what they were trying to do is sort of happening right now in its own beautiful way. Never not funny, comedy and everything else. Mark Maron, Steve Agee's, like all yep. different kinds of fucking podcasts that people are doing yeah. that are about different things. Comedians just un fucking bridled, and it's fucking it's an amazing time. Like. Had we done this, I know. Had we fucking done this, they're so fucking stupid that they had people on the fucking internet, and their idea was to take on Howard Stern. I'm just saying, hey, let's do something completely fucking different. Let's have guys screaming. Just go fucking insane, insane. Look. They would have had the same shitty non-success that we're having, but fuck the fun they would have had. Three hundred in China. Fucking three hundred in China, dude. And a dude. And here's the fucking beauty of this thing: the people that do like this show. Are yeah, fucking like? Crazy. Can I make you a T-shirt? I know. I've dressed up like a clown for two weeks yeah, now. We just gotta. We just gotta. People are. They're, they're fucking going clown from the neck down, dude. Cuddlers are real. They're it's real. Really disturbing. They're real. But the, and you and I are friends. That fucking thing fucked up our friendship hardcore. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that on the next show. I fucked it up hardcore. But I do think, like, if you are a comedian. There's you fucking stand up and podcasting. That's that's the fucking those are the only frontiers where you can genuinely go out and do your own thing without having to fucking check with anybody else. It's a fucking even stand, but even stand up, you have to you sort of have to check with other people. I mean, as far as stand up goes, you still have to work within the rules of the club. And you have to, and 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 there's a, a late Saturday night audience that you have to and fucking trudge through the drunken only, stupidity. Only, only if you're looking at it, but only if you're really hoping to make a lot of money. If your goal is to be 
a really funny person who builds a niche audience and works festivals and wants to do something else besides like you can be a stand up and not have to do clubs it's true. becoming true now that you can do festivals you can do fringe festivals you can go to Europe you can go to places where those things don't exist that that comedy club structure is beginning to fall apart and people are like well fucking Zach and Patton and Brian fucking said no I know David Cross said fucking no like I remember it's like oh he's doing rock clubs but what he was saying is he wasn't trying to be fucking cool and do rock clubs. David was going, I don't want to fucking go do that. Yeah. I don't want to be there and I can get people in a rock club. Fuck, when when this tour happens, the Walking the Room tour. Oh, Jesus. I mean, fuck, we will be going and watching other comics and it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> the Walking the Room tour, as we see it now, consists of us booking other comics and not being anywhere near it because we want people to have a good time. And we want them to go. Yeah, we want people to go. We want people to go. Yeah. So we're probably talking about like a Carlos Mencia. Yeah. But listen to me. If you can, if you can get someone to let you have your high school gym for the night, uh, and you can and you can fly us there, Dave and I will come and do a show. We're also open. If you can guarantee us fifty people a high school gym, and you can fly us there and put us up in a. Yeah, but uh, Motel Six is fine. But if you have also, if you have a like a, an above ground pool and you have a <laughs> oh, solid fuck, cover yeah. for it, I love that. Uh, you know, we'll do that too. Or also, if you garage. have like, like a communal space where you and your friends meet late at night, like at a, a fort, gr- like oh, a tree fort, like a tree fort, <laughs> or maybe you meet in a fucking graveyard. Uh, Dave and I will come. Uh, we will bring. I'll bring it. If you can bring a generator, I'll bring an amp, and I will actually play the theme song, no. and then we'll. I mean, basically, what we're saying is, if you live near a supermarket and they have milk, some milk crates. St- steal a couple of milk crates and just haul them out in- into an open field. And if if we can get some kind of power, forget the power source. We just need a we just need like a funnel. Like if you to have yell a out. <laughs> oh my god, if you have a funnel, if you've got a funnel and a family gathering, like let's say you've already, so you don't have to book the thing. Let's say you're gonna go to like a family dinner, uh-huh. and you fucking, we'll meet you. Just send us a bus ticket. <laughs> And uh, and a couple cases of Fago, and Dave and I will come We're to good. your family gathering. We're good. Look, we'll stand, look. If your family you can, can feed us if, nuts, like, yeah. Oh my God, if your family can stand to be bunny fucked by chocolate in the face, yeah. Or if they want a fucking heap and serving of con chutney or any of the other delights I'll, that we serve, I'll, I'll sleep. And I've said this before. I for a tour, I'll sleep in manure. I will. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to like even go. a nice hotel. Like even if you get yeah. a nice hotel room, but you. You fill that hotel room with manure, Dave will sleep in it. Look, I'll go to the plaza in New York if you put horse shit in, in, in one of the rooms, and I'll sleep in it to entertain you, because we love nothing more than, than, than what we do, and it can't be any different than fucking standing in the closet by my smelly shoes and doing a podcast. I just need a special colostomy bag for my tears. Listen to me. If you... <laughs> If you have a kitchen yes. in your house, don't you, let us in there. <laughs> because we'll stick our dicks in your ice cream. We'll stick our dicks in your ice cream. And you'll say, but I thought we were cuddlers. And we're like, you know, we're fucked up old dudes. Like, the reality of David and I in your house is so sad. No, it's like letting a crazy hobo loose. Yeah. Like, you don't want that. But we're saying, <laughs> yeah. if you don't mind someone bringing in, Listen. like, piles of money. Manure and shit. Yeah. 
and putting their dicks in your cheese, yeah. even cheese, because sometimes we get it confused with ice cream. Well, also, we like a savory thing. If you have a box <laughs> of flip side crackers and I can rub my ass along them, I'd like to do that. Because flip side crackers fuck your mouth with flavor. Look, the point that we're trying to make is I don't I... use toilet paper. I use my left <laughs> oh my hand God. like in India because I don't have enough money for toilet paper. So <laughs> if you can leave a cup by the toilet because I use my uh, finger to circle my anus. And later on, we'll hollow out that cup and we'll use it as a microphone to bellow our stand-up jokes into. We will funnel out our stand-up jokes through our shit cup into your ear hole and you will love the quality of our comedy because that's all Dave and I want to do is entertain you. Since the manversation, which you were not a part of, you, we have been trying to entertain people. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. somebody came between us and they said, you guys don't know what you're doing. And we fucking believed them. Yeah. But then Dave said, no, man, I've got a fucking sticky tape recorder and you have a closet. Why don't we fucking start there and build it out? And what we're talking now is about phase two, the manure shit tour <laughs> where we lay in a fucking bed of shit at your house. We do stand up in your kitchen or at your high school or at your family gathering and you fucking love it. And I want to apologize right now for fucking your ham. <laughs> but you left it in the fridge. <laughs> So at Thanksgiving, when you say, I didn't know these things still came in jelly, they do. 